Hi, I'm Dylan. I'm Sarah. I'm Derek. And we would like to welcome you to Planet Bob, where we talk about the movies and shows that made their way to our little corner of the galaxy this week. Okay, so here we are for episode 44, and we're going to be doing a Bill Paxton movie, Frailty. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about what I think is the strangest movie he's ever been in, uh, something that Sarah and Derek have not seen, The Dark Backward, which we just watched the trailer for, and Sarah was thoroughly confused. Well, it doesn't make any sense. It's just a bunch of random scenes thrown together that don't add up to anything. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a good trailer. But the movie is weird and confusing anyway. It's Judd Nelson is a stand-up, like, really, really bad stand-up comedian. I'm reminded tonight of something that happened to me the other day. I went to the post office to get some stamps. And I waited my usual three hours in line. And just as I was getting to the window, an announcement was made that if anyone just needed stamps to move into a different line, so I moved into the different line, and this giant boot came down from the ceiling and stabbed me on the head. Ooh, do I have a headache? Who can't get a laugh to save his life. Bill Paxton just kind of follows him around as his sidekick, like his hype man, basically. And Judd Nelson eventually ends up growing an arm out of his back. Yeah, that's weird. And becomes famous for that. I don't, I don't even know... Like, there's not much we could talk about with this movie, because no, nobody except me has seen it, and I haven't seen it for a long, long time. But people were talking about all the weird movies he was in, and I'm like, nothing else even comes close to this. Yeah. I can't imagine anything would come close to that. I should have almost put this on the list of things to watch without actually talking about it, because I don't want to do a whole episode about it, but... It's not worth it. I don't think we could talk about it for an hour. I don't think... <laughs> I don't think we really wanted to watch the movie either. It's not good. No. But it's really weird. It's not even bad in a good way. I mean, Bill, Bill Paxton is entertaining in the movie, but it's... I don't know, it's really weird and confusing, and it's all over the place. Yeah, the trailer was weird. He ends up ha having a kid's show, I think. Oh, yeah? <laughs> he, uh, yeah, and he only becomes famous because of the arm on his back. Nobody, nobody laughs at his jokes. Not even Bill Paxton. You enjoying it, Sarah? I have nothing to say about this. I've never seen it, and I don't understand the trailer. Just jump in and say something about it. <laughs> uh, thank you for not making me watch this. <laughs> there you go, see? That's something. Who was he in Brain Dead? Huh? I'm looking at his... I'm actually doing something applicable. Okay, what's it, what's it say his name is? Uh, Jim Reston. There is another movie called Brain Dead. That's why it was Dead Alive in North America. Oh yeah, okay, that's so not right. Okay, that. yeah. So I was like, I don't remember that. Yeah, I would have. We definitely would have remembered the one American in the whole movie. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? Well, and how they afford Bill Paxton? Yeah, that's also a question. How did Peter Jackson pre Lord of the Rings afford Bill Paxton? Wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we clearly don't have a lot to say on this subject. No, uh, <laughs> I'm watching Sarah flip through all his filmography. <laughs> it's a long one. It is. Should we... You want to look at it? I'm just looking at There's like a lot of them. Should we take our first break then? True I'll, Lies. Uh, yeah. He was in True Lies? Who's he in True Lies? He's friend? the mustache. No, he's the one that she... Oh, yeah! He doesn't even look like himself in he's that. Got the, he's got the dirty mustache. Yeah, and he's just all creepy. 
Well, yeah, because he's a used car salesman. Yeah. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about that. He lies to her. Yeah. Oh, man. When we, is that, Mind blown. Is that like his third best movie behind Aliens? Well, Terminator. Club Dread, you love. That's true. But it's not really a good movie. But he's Coconut no. Pete. Our lives depend on us interpreting the dumbest fucking song I've ever heard. Please, don't hold back. Just say what you really think. I I'm not sensitive. Come on, everybody. You know, I won about five fucking gold records in my lifetime. How many gold records do you have? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the resort's all about him. That's did we right. do that movie? We did. I thought so. Yeah. I can't remember anymore. It was our That's horror... the only reason I knew that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it was our horror resort episode uh, up against Uncle Slavko. Oh, Uncle yeah. Slavko's All-American Lodge. Yeah. <laughs> All-American Lodge. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Okay, so... Break time number one. Yeah, I guess we're done with that. That's a, a good, like, five-minute intro to the episode. Yeah. Your guide to cinema etiquette for the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast. Tip 43. When attending the cinema with your good friends or significant other, don't assume anyone else has any interest in what you have to say. So, always remember... Whisper, fuckface. It's not rocket science. For more useful cinema etiquette, join Paul and Wayne on the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast at Podomatic on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. News on the mark! The year 2014. Two best friends set out on a journey to produce the best content related to all things film. In 2015, they founded a podcast to share their passions with the world. From rants, lisps, and beer, to trailers, challenges, and premieres, Nick and Justin have you covered. Find the Epic Film Guys podcast at epicfilmguys.podbean.com and follow the show on Twitter. And we'll see you at the movies. So we just took a little break, watched a little bit of True Lies, <laughs> just to refresh ourselves on his role there. So let's just jump right into frailty, shall we? One, two, three, go. Uh, the one, the first thing I like is that uh, the movie sets you up the entire time to think that that is just crazy. Yeah. Because it's all being told from the perspective of the son who doesn't believe. No one, no matter how many times I watch this, the dad is a piece of crap. <laughs> like, I don't care what God tells you to do. Don't drag your kids into a woodshed and kill people in front of them. Like, that's just messed. You can't go against God, though. Yeah, you can. That's like Yeah, not... we see what happens if Bill Paxton takes an axe to the chest when that happens. He, uh, he doesn't <laughs> go against God. He does, because the, the angel told him not to let Fenton help. Cause yeah, he's I guess a demon. so. He lets him help, takes an axe to the chest. Well, he kind of deserves him. axe to the chest. <laughs> well, I mean, he definitely handled the situation wrong. Yes. <laughs> yeah, family destroyed. Completely destroyed. And it sucks because they were freaking happy. They were all cute and, like, they actually loved each other. And, like, <laughs> like so many times you see single parent families or whatever, like, they're totally destroyed and they're not doing well and, like... But they, they're totally happy. Yeah. Like, kids walk home, everything's fine, they got a pretty decent house, they have food on the table, they have dinner together as a cute little family, and then he tucks 
his kids in and like tells them that he that he loves them. Yeah. Like that never happens. Then it all just goes to hell. Yeah. It's awful. It's so sad. Sad movie. <laughs> when Fenton axes him in the chest, I'm like, yep. <laughs> I try. I try not to go into this movie with like a, such a real world approach. Because otherwise, yeah, I would totally be in the same position as you, but I go at it from where everything we're seeing is real, which in the end it proves to be true. Yeah, but even if it is real, even if it's real, okay, if it's real, totally real, those guys are demons, he knows it, God's told him he needs to kill them, when you look at your son, and your son is begging you not to do something, and... You do it anyway and then lock him in a cellar, you are wrong. Like, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's that's right. That's so messed. I don't... Oh, I just can't. I can't I'm just, I'm just saying that they are actually tapped by God and Fenton is actually a demon. We've been arguing about this for days. Have <laughs> you? Yeah, 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 in a big bad way. That's, I put up a, a post on Facebook earlier asking for other people's input. Yeah. Because, like, we've we've discussed this to death. And, yeah. Yeah. Like... I understand where, where Sarah's coming from. Well, I understand where you're coming from, too. We just do not agree. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. <laughs> okay, so so here's That's the good. sides. Here's the sides, okay? Okay, here we go. You want to introduce your side first? Okay, uh, I I personally think that people are born demons. It's... it's hold on now. <laughs> I'm just shaking my head. They can't even see me shaking my no, head. No, but I can see it. I am <laughs> shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they're, they're born demons and that... At some point in their life, they make a choice to do evil things or good things. That they're, that being a demon doesn't necessarily make you do evil things. It just it just gives you the more of a capacity, I guess, than a normal person. Okay. It's like uh, uh, sociopaths. There's lots of sociopaths out there, but most don't kill anybody. Yeah. But they get this negative connotation because some have killed. I, I kind of look at it that way. They're, they're, they're different, but they're not... Destined to be evil. It's a choice that they make later. So that's your, basically my view. Your thought is, I'm uh, not going to have okay. to decide this, am I? Like, I'm not going to decide. Well, we'll, no, we'll, we'll, we'll find where you, where you fit. You might not agree with either one of us. Okay. Okay, so I think the dad created the demon in him. I think that the only reason that he becomes a murderer at all is because of all of the stuff that happened with his dad and his brother. Because... When God comes down, he says, you guys have to do this as a family. Like, that's what he tells Bill Paxton. You guys are going to do this as a family. Everything's going to be all well and good. Go kill demons. And Bill Paxton's like, okay, sweet. So he gets his family on board. However, Fenton's not on board. And I don't think not being on board makes you a demon. (coughs) And then after Bill Paxton kills someone in front of his kid and his kid loses his mind... He's like, that's not okay. Then the angel comes and says, your son is a demon. You need to get rid of him. But how do we know that's not just God's way of, like, clearing the path for the dad instead of, like, doing something noble? Like, I don't, I don't believe that at all. I think, that, I think the only reason he kills people is because of his dad and what happened to him. I, I don't dispute that. I think that that is what led him to kill people. But I think he was already—he was already a demon. But what, we don't have any evidence of that. I know that's why this is such a hard topic because <laughs> yeah. we don't get enough information about the demons or their backgrounds, or how he gets 
Like, how does he pick these people? The angel says, angel delivers him a list. He says, yeah, but he wrote he wrote the names down, right? Yeah, yeah. the angel put the the names yeah. in his head and he writes them down. But like, I don't I don't know when you become a demon. Like like I said, I think that I think that from the beginning when Fenton was born, he was a demon. But the events that he went through led him to be a killer, which leads him to be an evil person. Because like even Dad commits a murder, but he's not considered a demon by the angel when he kills the sheriff. Right. Like he still he still gets to be the God's hand killer after that. So just being just, well, he gets to be God's hand. Yeah, just committing. Fenton's the God's hand killer, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one that's actually goes by that name. Mm. But like, I think just doing bad things doesn't make you a demon. It's uh, you're born a demon and then you choose to do a bad thing, kind of idea. Agree, disagree. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> Adam Adam sees all the same things. Yeah, that's right. And but he also gets to see that these people are evil. He gets to see the, the visions of them committing their crimes. Like the the woman killing her John and the the old man kidnapping and killing that little girl. He, Adam saw those things, but Fenton didn't. So he has a different context for what's happened. Do they ever touch Fenton in the movie? Uh, now that you ask, I don't know. But I wasn't uh, I wasn't watching for that when we when we next the time. Movie. I'm gonna write that down because that's that could be uh, yeah for whenever we watch this movie next, we'll watch out for that. Yeah, we watch this movie a lot actually. Yeah, at least once a year we watch this. Yeah. To try we, we like agree it on it, or no, oh. no, that's never. We've happened. actually never had this argument before until we started like <laughs> oh, okay. having to write notes for yeah. this. We did a couple of times, but it was very. It wasn't to the same level because we were. Yeah, we were, we're trying to prepare a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> what did the last guy do that he got the tire iron for? They didn't show us. We they didn't get to see his. Okay, I wasn't sure if I missed it or I just didn't see it. I was listening. We didn't to need comment- to because that guy actually looked shifty. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. yeah, he did. <laughs> The, the writer, I was listening to one of the commentaries today, and the guy who wrote the story said that whatever it was was horrible, but they didn't show it, they didn't include it in the last thing, probably because it was too much. And the original, in the original script, they were going to show us the visions each time it happened. It was James Cameron, actually, that came in and previewed the movie for them and put forward the idea that, you know, Adam's, Adam's telling this story as Fenton, and Fenton yeah. never saw these things. So you should just take that out and give it all, all from like the perspective of someone who didn't see any of that. He didn't get any of the evidence that it was real. Well, yeah. the question of whether or not it's real is what keeps you going through the whole movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're like, is this guy crazy? Like, That's what's, what I what's going too. on? I like, thought he was crazy. Yeah, like, like, like the movie purposely crazy. sets it up that way. Yeah, exactly. yeah, but I mean, that's what makes the movie interesting, and to think that it might not have been that way, like I don't even understand that. Because like I love the way they introduce the demons to you. Like, the first one is a crying woman in a nursing uniform. Yeah. Like, the least scary, most unassuming person you could ever have. And that just helps you sympathize with Fenton. Yeah, you get into his headspace because yeah. you're yeah. seeing everything that he would have seen. Yeah, like, yeah. first person they kill is, like the last person on earth that Fenton would want to murder. Like, not scary, not horrible. If they brought the last guy in first, yeah, yeah. That Fenton dude might not have asshole. been so, yeah. like, opposed to it, but they have her, and then they follow with, like, 
sweet looking old man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In a sweater vest. Yeah. You're like, okay, so you're gonna kill a nurse and then Mr. Rogers. Like sweet. <laughs> Basically. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Slaughter Mr. But Rogers. But if they showed us that they were evil the whole way through, like if we knew that she murdered men and that he murdered kids, then I don't think it would that have being the same so effect. unassuming, yeah, it doesn't Yeah. Well I like the way they did it. Like yeah. this. Well and it's it's smart because yeah. the the whole movie Adam is pretending to be Fenton telling the story to an FBI agent. So, like, it makes sense that he would present it from Fenton's perspective. Yeah. And, like, he, it wouldn't make sense for us to see the visions to someone who's not seeing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. So where do you come down on this debate? What, uh... Oh, I don't know. What do you think about the whole demon thing? I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah, it's... That's... That, I, I almost want there to be a sequel so they can explore how a demon becomes a demon, what makes them who they are. Yeah. But at the same time, it would ruin the mystique of, of frailty. Yeah. It's just such a good one-off movie. Yeah. That no one has seen. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really unfortunate that few, so few people have seen it. I know. My mom and I went to the theater and saw it for really? my birthday. Yeah, oh, we yeah. always went into Sudbury and did some shopping and saw a movie, and it was what was playing. So we went, and we were both like, "That was really good." Like, <laughs> what? We'd never heard of it. Like, had no idea what it was about. Yeah, I think that was probably the biggest problem is poor marketing because I looked at the at things that came out in the same month of the, as this and there was nothing that should have drawn audiences away from it but like there was no, I don't remember any real advertising for it well but like who goes to movies in April well and who how not, do you, like April's not exactly a movie month and like every university college student on the planet's in exams like and how do you promote this movie yeah without giving everything away yeah how do you make a trailer out of this it's just a bunch of slow scenes that lead up to to something, but the whole way through, it's there's you can't cut a, a trailer as far as I can see that would draw audiences in without ruining the ending. Yeah, I think it's funny though because Matthew McConaughey definitely looks like Adam. Yeah, and adult Fenton looks like kid Fenton for sure. Like yeah. there's no. Well, even like getting that confused, right down to the, the hair color. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, they Fenn's, look like. Fenn's hair is darker. He grows up. He has darker hair. Yeah. Yeah. He grows. Adam has blonde hair. He grows up to be Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> he grows up to be Matthew McConaughey. Not a bad life path, there, really. No. <laughs> there are worse people you could grow up to be like. That's right. <laughs> I like the opening shots. Yeah, the, the, the crime scene photos. Clippings, yeah, from the God's Hand Killer. It's yeah. kind of a neat way to introduce it. Yeah. Especially since that is not the focus. Like, Fenton's murders is not the focus <coughs> of this movie at all. No. No. No, the actu- actually, the focus of the movie is the FBI agent, if you really think about it. That's the whole thing that Fenton, or uh, Adam is there to do, is to get that guy. Yeah, yeah. Fenton. Yeah. Finger quotes. Fenton slash Adam. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, like it, it is telling their story, but the whole thing is centered around him going after the FBI agent, who turns out to be a demon. Spoilers. Yeah. We've already spoiled everything. We're about. <laughs> That's true. We've <laughs> talked about literally the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> Not even twenty minutes, and we've talked about the entire <laughs> thing straight through. <laughs> I was confused when I looked at the casting in there because I had Matthew McConaughey down as Adam. Yeah, I guess looking at a cast list would be yeah. Bad. So I was like, what the fuck? Did I miss something here? Yeah, what's happening? Yeah. Well, IMDb spoilering. Yeah. Yeah, you can't even blame the boards for that one. No. That's just a cast listing thing. Yeah. yeah. They should have done like Adam slash Fenton. Yeah. The next one, Fenton slash Adam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I like that the kids had pretty much no acting experience and they rocked it out. Yeah. They did a really good job. Yeah, they're great. I they love the movie. kid movies. Like, movies with kids as the main characters are awesome. Unless the acting kids. is bad. When you get good kids that can Yeah, act. yeah. That's what I mean. Like, Super 8, awesome. Stranger Things, awesome. The kid actors are great. Stand By Me, awesome. Well, yeah, because of all the characters in the movie, Dad is probably on screen the least. Oh, yeah, it's 100% those boys. Yeah. Like, he's, I think he's on screen less than Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. I thought it was cool, too, because he was talking, Bill Paxton was talking in the commentary about how um, having inexperienced actors brought, like, real moments to the scenes. So when they're in the car and Adam's eating something for breakfast, he goes, hey, give me a bite. And he just does it, like, just gives him one. Like, it looks real because the kid's just reacting to being in a car with a guy instead of acting. Yeah, Yeah, it adds a, a layer of believability and realism to it. Yeah. But Which when I they're think, hanging out, I'm like, those guys could be brothers. Like, I believe that. I think I think the yeah. realism might actually hurt the movie in a way, because then you end up with, like, your view of it, where it's all Dad's fault that, that oh, Fenton's killing. Oh, here we go. Ramping, <laughs> ramping it up again. <laughs> because it prese- for 90% of the movie, it presents everything is happening in the real world. And then right at the very end, they're like, oh, no, God. Yeah. It was God. <laughs> so, like, I think, in a way... The, the realism, like the how true to life the, the movie feels, really makes you come down on Dad, even though he's just doing what God told him to, basically. Yeah, I just, I'm not religious. I don't really believe in God, so... Oh, no, me either. The idea of, like, following someone who just tells me, okay, based on trust alone, yeah. uh, go and pipe some dude in the head... Like pipe pipe a chick in the head and drag her back to your death shed. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> and then touch then yeah. like because he doesn't even get any validation from any of it until yeah. he's already piped her in the head and dragged her off to death shed. Yeah, and by <laughs> and like I would be questioning my sanity. Yeah, well that's what I mean. I'm like, like does, even, old, does he have a brain tumor? Like what's going on? Even when you see the visions, is that real or is he imagining it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would be questioning myself if yeah. I was seeing the visions. Is this real or... Yeah, but crazy people just... don't think they're crazy. That's true. Yeah. They think they're getting saner. <laughs> or else every person with a pretty serious delusional mental disorder would be in a doctor's office. Yeah. Yeah, so I saw this thing that can't possibly be there, so uh, I need medication. Like, that yeah. does not happen. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I guess if you're questioning your sanity, you must be sane. Yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Therefore, God is real. What? No. <laughs> where did that come yeah. from? Did Just you, did you like, get where that connected? No. Cause in, I didn't in, the con- that. in the context of the movie. Oh, okay. No, still, no. <laughs> if, I, if I was in Bill Paxton's position and I questioned my sanity, it means that God must be real. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I sympathize so much with Fenton in the whole movie. I did make a, a list of things that were little hints they're like very subtle that he's he's (laughs) (laughs) well no I'm not making these things up okay I just feel like you're coming at it from a only child perspective like cause he's like well well when they're singing the song about God he doesn't want to sing I'm like yeah cause I'm thinking yeah cause he's an older brother who hates his little brother and thinks he's a dipshit in the real world (laughs) yes I agree (laughs) But this is written into the movie. It's there for a reason. Right? You don't just... Oh, I thought it was just character building. 
Well, I mean, it could be both, I think. Because, like, you don't just write in these things for no reason, right? When you're writing it, when... Yeah, but for me, the reason is characterization and building the relationship between the brothers. For me, I think it, I think there are subtle there are subtle allusions to the fact that he's he has no faith. He doesn't believe in God, and that's part of being a demon. Oh, I'm such a demon. I'm a big, giant demon. Yeah. <laughs> you are. Yeah. So would I. Yeah. I argue with religious people all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to hell if God is real. Yeah, but from all the signs that religious people hold up at rallies, I'm pretty sure that, like, hell is fun. Well, What was the sign? It was, like, uh, rock music, leggings, like, all the things that will take you to hell. I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, I love rock music and leggings. I'm totally going to hell. It's going to be awesome there. I'm going to party with, like, all the best musicians. It's going to be great. So, my list of things. <laughs> I'm just going to bring it back. <laughs> Sarah mentioned the one that he won't sing with Adam at the beginning, that uh, song about God and the devil. Yeah. Uh, Got the joy, joy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where? Uh, he breaks several... Where? <laughs> I didn't catch that to music. <laughs> uh, he breaks several of the commandments. He takes the Lord's name in vain. He disobeys his father. He, like, covets his, na- his, like, uh, his friend's stuff. What friend's stuff? Like, uh, he envies his buddy having seen What's-Her-Face's tits. I don't think, like, wanting to see tits is coveting your neighbor. <laughs> is it? I think it's one of the commandments. Don't covet thy neighbor's tits. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it in there? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I remember that one. You're right. He full-on commits murder. Yeah. And I mean, the dad does too, but because of Fenton? Okay, but I disagree. Because that guy, like, came downstairs... Didn't see anyone bad. Yeah. Like, he didn't see anyone, and he was walking back up like, Oh, kid, you're full of crap. And then he gets axed in the face. Yeah, <laughs> like, why did he kill him? He could have just, just left. The writer said that he had to. That it's, it's Fenton's fault, because he knew that bad things would happen if he brings someone, if he reveals this to anybody. Yeah. And so this was the consequence. This was the bad thing. Oh. No, and I, I get that, but, like... He didn't have to do it. He no, didn't he have was, to do it at all. The sheriff was totally leaving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thinking the kid was just. Nuts. I didn't even see that coming. To be honest with you, I actually thought he was going to just let him go. Well, yeah, because he lets it. He comes up to the top of the stairs. Yeah. He's out of the kill room. Yeah. And then he gets the axe. Well, I mean, that shed all around, up or down, bad, bad scene. I did yeah. note too that uh, Fenton's reaction to all the demon deaths are much stronger than his reaction to the death of the sheriff. Like he just kind of. Backs into a corner when the sheriff is killed, but he like full on cries for the first three. Because he's mad well, at the sheriff two? for not believing him. He kills. Isn't yeah, yeah, two? maybe it's the two. And he even and right before he kill, uh, he's right before Adam kills the last guy. Like he shows no reaction even when he kills his father. Well, I don't think he was showing a reaction for Adam killing the last guy. I think that was a reaction like, "Oh fuck, I just axed my dad." <laughs> no, he didn't react to that either. He's got a blank face. He's standing there looking angry. <laughs> I just feel like he's just. 100% broken by yeah. that point. Like, he's been locked in the basement hole he had to dig by himself. Yeah. And... That was a deep hole to have to dig. It's a totally deep hole. Dude, this is a totally deep hole. Yeah! Yeah, yeah, I made a note. This, <laughs> this is a totally deep hole. This is a totally deep hole. I, I was... Let's play questions. Journey. <laughs> in my notes, I referenced Bowie's Journey. <laughs> Are you a mineral... 
I did notice too that he. Are you uh, tank, dude. <laughs> he dug the hole in six days, the same amount of time it took God to supposedly create the universe. Oh, so he's God then? Uh, no. <laughs> it took God six days to create the universe, and it took Fenton six days to dig a hole. Where was God before the universe? I don't know. That's what Chilling. I. That's what I ask people. Just what was he doing prior to fourteen billion years ago? <laughs> Just yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just sitting around. Uh, isn't the universe six thousand years old, Dylan? Okay. Oh, sorry. Depends on who. <laughs> depends on who you ask. Yeah. Bible literalists, yes, six six to ten thousand years. People writing dinosaurs. No, dinosaurs are just uh, dinosaurs. Never really existed. God just put those yeah. bones there to trick us. Are you for reals? That's what they think. Really? Yeah. Why would I can't? I can't start this. This will become a thing. Yeah. Well, there's a whole okay. bunch of crazy. Conspiracy things out there with the flat earth and the dinosaurs didn't exist. Don't talk about flat earth in front of him. <laughs> Don't get him started on that shit. You know what that does. You didn't see that whole conversation the last four days? <laughs> That's why I brought it up. <laughs> what are you doing? No! Because I think it's funny. Oh, like, God. Fucking people are you don't live with crazy him, though. <laughs> people are legitimately crazy. Yeah, yeah, crazy. They are. I, I, try to, I try to dig. To try to see what they actually believe, like, because I I'm genuinely curious. It's yeah. complete bullshit, yeah. but I'm curious how they come to their conclusions, and I I can never get to the bottom of anything. No, you ask a question, and they just go on about something else. Yeah, I don't know why I spend so much time talking to them. I must be super bored. <laughs> yeah, in vacuum. Well, you'll never convince them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, didn't vacuum today, but I argue with some flat earthers, that's for damn sure. <laughs> Freaking flat earthers. Oh, the so dumb. Yeah, they're right up there with religious nuts. Uh, back to my list of clues for Fenton. <laughs> 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 I, he wants to sneak into the R-rated movie with his little brother. Oh my god, because he's a, like 13. I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. I would, I would be a demon. I would totally be going to see the Warriors, but I'm, I'm evil. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm evil. Uh, he doesn't see when the demons are revealed. Uh, the one I mentioned about how he's the the deaths of the demons affect him more than the sheriff. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have faith, and he straight up says that he hates God at the end. Yeah, that's true. It's like, at at no point is he like does does he show any faith, which I think is. The key, that's what makes him different from the rest of his family. Yeah. And I don't know if that makes, if that's part of being a demon or, or what. Like, without seeing the backgrounds of other demons, it's impossible it's for us to guess. Yeah. What, at what point they become a demon and what finally makes them eligible for the list. Because God seems to let them do a bunch of evil things before they even end up on the list. <laughs> like, surely he would know that the old dude is going to molest children. Yeah. But it doesn't put him on the list until it's happened probably several times. Yeah. I mean, at, we know for a fact that Fenton killed a bunch of people before he ended up on Adam's list. He killed at least six people yeah. before he ended up on Fenton, on Adam's list. Well. Plus their dad. Maybe because he's like. Giving them a chance? Maybe because he's evil for a reason. What do you mean? Like, like Fenton is a serial killer because of all the shit that went down in his life. And. It doesn't seem like FBI guy has a whole hell of a lot of motivation. Although we don't get to learn that. Motivation for being evil? For like just straight up stabbing his mom yeah. while she's yeah. hanging out laundry. Like yeah, we what? Don't, it's like I said, we don't have background on these other people, so I yeah. it's hard to say Yeah. What makes 
a demon and what makes a person what makes a demon evil. And how do they end up finally on the list? Yeah, yeah. What actually qualifies them for being on the list? Yeah. Because I'm sure they're not just killing everyone who commits murder or maybe children. waiting mm. is God's way of testing Adam. Like, if I know it. that you know that your brother is going to be on your list eventually, and you're going to wait it out until I say. So maybe that's why. And, and it's funny, too, because uh, Adam talks about that at the end. That he can't, he couldn't go for Fenton before God put him on his list, because then it would be murder. Yeah. Which, is, it's kind of funny that they make that distinction. You have to, like, it's not just being a demon that makes you eligible for destruction. You have to get on the list You first. have to be on the list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Adam knows from at least the time that he kills, from the time Fenton kills Dad, to the time that he actually kills him, that he's a demon that entire time. Mm-hmm. But he does, he can't and will not kill him until he's on the list. Yeah. He just understands the rules. Do you think too that do you think Fenton wants to kill, or do you think he's killing so that his brother will put him out of his misery? I, uh, like trying to get on the list. Yeah. Maybe, I don't Do you think know. he thinks he deserves it? Like I think that he wants to die. I don't yeah. think he wants to... I don't think he wants to be bad, but he feels like he doesn't... He can't be good. Yeah, because I feel like... You know when, like, Adam Fake Fenton is talking about how, oh, my brother committed suicide or whatever? Yeah. Like, I think he kind of did, though. Like, yeah, basically. Yeah, like, I'm going to get on this list so that... It's like when a criminal commits suicide so I'm not by cop, do it. right? Yeah. He didn't want to live the way he was living, so he got... He set up circumstances that would lead to his own death. But I don't think he understood the rules as well as Adam did. Because, like, he also... Like, in that same scene, he mentions how he thought that Fenton was killing people so that... Like, claiming to be the God's hand and leaving notes, hoping that Adam would come looking for him. But Adam says, I couldn't go... I couldn't kill him until he was on the list or else it would be murder. Yeah. So Fenton doesn't really understand how things work. Because he never really got on board with Dad's plan, with Dad's cause, so he never he never really got in touch with I guess the way things work. He thought just doing bad things would make him eligible, but it takes I don't know what how God decided who was on the list. Yeah, because like like we said, it takes. Well, because he has no reason to believe that like he doesn't get to see that they see visions like we do. He yeah. doesn't he's not privy to any of that. No, he doesn't get any of the first. Any of the information that we end up getting. Yeah. So, like, knowing the rules doesn't really apply to him because he doesn't believe any of it's real. I think he just thinks that... I think by the time he killed killed Dad that he knew it was real. I think he knew that by then he'd figured it all out. Like, he knew that, that he accepted that he was a demon. He knew that Dad was actually tapped by God to, to do this. But he, like, embraced his destiny, I guess, and went to the dark side. What are your thoughts? <laughs> he just wants to see us throw down. Yeah. yeah. It's really... Like, yeah, we finally thought. disagree on something, so he wants, he wants yeah. us to keep going back to that topic. <laughs> <laughs> what are your feelings on that again? <laughs> <laughs> so the last guy killed the FBI. Now his list is done. Oh, he'll probably get Yeah, he'll, list. he'll probably get another list. Like, they, they go through their list, they kill everyone on it, and then mm-hmm. the angel will give them another one. Because this has clearly been going on for, what, 20-plus years? Yeah, there was a yeah. buttload of graves. Yeah. Yeah, way more than was on Dad's list. He had, like, eight names. He needs to bury them better, because that's got to be a smelly-ass rose garden. Yeah, really. God is protecting him. From the smell? From anyone discovering the bodies. It's just crazy. Well, clearly, because that's 
That was a crazy amount of bodies. Yeah, there's clearly <laughs> people burying things back there. I think it's funny, too, the way you get right to the very end. Like, they even give you more clues that it's real after Fenton kills Agent Doyle. Because they go back to the FBI and they show the security tape. And somehow the tape, there's Oops. like static yeah. over Adam's face the entire time he's on camera. Yeah. The FBI agent doesn't remember him. Can't can't describe his face. Yeah. Which you'd think an FBI agent would be more observant than that. You'd think, yeah. And then he goes to see him at the very end of the movie and doesn't recognize Adam in the face-to-face meeting. Yeah. So, like, clearly God is actually protecting Adam from being caught. Yeah. Which I think is... It's funny after all of that. <laughs> almost. It's, like, almost comedic. Yeah. You get to the end and then, yeah, yeah, God. There's <laughs> this whole big story about Fenton sanity for the longest time, and then, it is, yeah. oh, and then God. nope, God. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of yeah. You're just at the end, you're like, oh yeah, it was God. Yeah. <laughs> See, and when they're watching that show, Davy and Goliath. Yeah, it just killed me because it's like it's exactly how I feel about the dad, because he said, "What God lets you do is decide for yourself. You're not a puppet with strings attached. You can make your own decisions." And I'm like, "Yeah, Dad." <laughs> like how about you make your own decisions to uh, you you go kill demons and leave your fucking kids alone I think the mo- movie <laughs> I think they may have put that in like to further throw the audience because that's the opposite of what's true because I'm pretty sure that God in, in the framework of the movie you I'm can make sure that God has already figured everything out he's yeah. got everything planned out he knows exactly what's going to happen he lets bad things happen to good people for no reason God is kind of a dick in this movie. Well, God's kind of a dick anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, really, Whoa. I mean... Bringing the controversy. Yeah. <laughs> like, kill your son, because I say. Yeah. It's crazy people follow that. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're raised to believe something... Well, yeah, it's like... Right? Like, most most people who are religious grew are religious because they grew up in a religious household. Yeah. Or something happens to them and they're born again. Yeah, and they need, they need something in their life Yeah. to be good. Why Alcoholics Anonymous is attached to God? Yeah. Believe in a higher power. Submit yourself to a. Surrender higher power. yourself to a higher power. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love my higher power is willpower. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why there's like, is there not an AA version without God? I don't think so. Like, because it doesn't have to be the Christian God. I would never buy into that. Like, it doesn't have I, to be the Christian God, just something higher than ourselves. Yeah, but I don't believe that. No, and that that I think takes away from a person's recovery because that is willpower it is them giving themselves the power to overcome their addiction well and i mean if that's what you need to recover awesome good on you like go for it because far be it for me to deny someone what they need however i don't understand why there's not another option yeah i don't know for people like me who would be like yeah no i don't really want that for me i never understood that either it's kind of strange (laughs) just watching me do my hair yeah Watch me bun. Yeah, he's bunning. <laughs> he bunning. Yeah. My hair is finally long enough, so now I do it. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting gray on the same side too. Oh. Yeah. We match. All those we flat earthers are turning you gray. <laughs> bastards. Your age would be prematurely, you bastards. Fault. Yeah. And the religious fanatics too, right? They get on. They get yeah. on your case yeah. too. Well, right? anyone that's like anyone who rejects reality for a fantasy. Yeah. I have a problem with. I I don't care if you have religion. Like, 
everyone has the right to believe whatever they want. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I have a problem on, with people pushing it on other people. Telling other people what to believe or trying or, to base laws. Or who to, to destroy. Or what? <laughs> <laughs> Fenton, you're going to destroy demons with us whether you like it or not, and if you don't like it, I'm going to put you in a hole. <laughs> if you what? Don't like, if yeah. you don't like us killing your people... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> oh, God, Bill Baxton. He's so bad at this. He's evil. <laughs> He's great in this, uh, but his character's bad. Yeah, his character's bad. Bill Paxton himself is great in this, for the limited screen time he has. Yeah. Well, cause he just keeps pissing Fenton off like real bad. Like, it's oh, God, make him oh, do it. you can't make things up, Adam. You gotta tell the truth. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can kill too. demons, but not people. And Fenton's like, what? <laughs> what? No, the, like destroy, Sarah. You see, he keeps saying yeah, kill, but they destroy. Destroyed. The oh. <laughs> he killed the that's sheriff. The distinct, destroyed that's, the other people. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which is kind of funny when you think about it. Like, yeah. He's really upset by the fact that he had to kill, that he had, big hand quotes, had to kill the sheriff. Wait, yeah. up after. Yeah. He has a huge reaction to that. But killing the demons, he's like, that's what right. I had to do. Yeah. It had to happen. Which, I mean, it seems hypocritical unless Well, and you then know he, like, what. goes after Fenton yeah. with the axe, and Adam's like, no, Dad, don't do it. And then the dad the starts crying. With a shovel. Yeah, and, and Adam's like, oh, it's okay, Dad, are you okay? And I'm like, <laughs> he just tried to like kill his kid yeah. at that point he already knows that Fenton's a demon and he's like he's oh. trying so hard to bring him over to God's side or you could just leave him alone like just leave him alone and they probably they could have done their shed crap and Fenton would have been inside like probably going crazy but maybe not murdering you know what I mean like he might have been totally mentally ill at the end of it like well, Depressed, probably the worst case of anxiety you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. But like, and you know how he, he might said not he have saw been a murderer. God, maybe he saw the devil. Well, maybe he <laughs> saw Alice Cooper. I don't know. But like, after being in a hole that long, yeah, you know, probably see anything. You know. Yeah, and in the script, Fenton was afraid of the dark too. But they cut. They took that out of the movie. Oh, it was really? Too much. It was like, okay, he's already put his son in the hole. He's <laughs> close and he's afraid of the dark. Yeah. yeah, we'll give him a phobia on top of it just in case, you know. That wasn't bad enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to give you any food for a week. You can drink one glass of water. One glass of water a day. Yeah. Pretty sure that's torture. Yeah. Like, that's not Guantanamo stuff. Yeah, but God actually, yeah. If, if not you, a nice person. If you look at the Old Testament, Fenton's punishment is actually pretty light. <laughs> Old Testament is just effed. <laughs> he didn't get turned to salt. Oh my God. <laughs> Someone got turned to salt? Sodom and Gomorrah got... Oh, what happened to them? This, uh, salt and, and flames. Okay, I thought they just burned to death. But that's nice. you got to add the salt in there, yeah. just in case it didn't hurt enough <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get burned to death. Yeah. Why do makes... people think God is good? Because of the New Testament. Because of Jesus. Because Jesus preached love and acceptance. But God of the Old Testament's an asshole. <laughs> I don't get it. Jesus' message is very different from the message of the Old Testament. Well, yeah. <laughs> Do what I say or I will smite the fuck out of you. <laughs> yeah. Jesus is like, uh, love God and you can get into heaven. <laughs> well, and that's what's interesting about how Fenton, like, didn't kill himself because that's an automatic, like, no entry. Yeah. But because he was smoted, <laughs> does that, like, 
make it different? Like, could he be like, hey, 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 God, sorry, sorry, my bad, and then he gets, like, piped, and then he goes to heaven? He's like, uh, are they all like that, or is that just Catholicism? I was wondering if maybe... All religions with pipes? (laughs) No, can you, like, say sorry and get into heaven? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I know, I know what Roman Catholics do, but that's what I grew up as. Yeah. I grew up Protestant, and I didn't pay any attention. I don't really get it. And I cheated on Sunday school tests. I'm so going to hell. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. That's when I realized I shouldn't be going to church, because I just didn't get it. Like, it never made any sense to me. I'm like, I don't yeah. understand this. Yeah, when I, I was in, like, high school, and I was still faking it. Like, I, I, this is all crazy. Like, there's tons of stories in the Bible where people are by themselves... So who's writing this fucking story? Yeah. Who's writing about Jesus in the fucking Rose Garden by himself? Yeah. The night before he gets crucified. Yeah. Yeah, don't get it. To anyone anyone religious listening to this, we don't, we don't, we're we're not anti-religion. We just don't get it. We don't understand (laughs) accepting things on faith alone. I can't, I can't do it. But that's what faith is, right? Like, we don't have faith. Exactly. At all. No, we are Fenton. Yeah, we're definitely Fenton, for sure. But, like... Yeah, I don't have a problem with religion until you start to push it on other people. Which is Se- what separation. Like... Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah, separation of dad and Fenton, church and state, get away from each other. That's an interesting analogy. Yeah, I'm gonna make a sign <laughs> that no one gets because no yeah. one watches movie. No one's watched this movie, unfortunately. Watch the movie. That's number one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we probably have a lot of super religious people listening to this, though. Probably not. No. I just Not find it a hard movies. concept to know. grasp, you know, the whole God thing. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Like, I have a hard time accepting anything without some kind of supporting evidence. Yeah. Well, that's why, like, I I focus more on agnosticism. Yeah. I'm not atheist. I don't think there's, like, no way this is ever possible, ever in life. That's, I a, just... that's a misunderstanding. Uh, atheists don't, most atheists don't actively think that God absolutely does not exist. Most atheists are agnostic atheists. They they allow for the possibility of a god existing, but, but no without proof. without evidence. Yeah, there's yeah. no reason for me to believe it. That's my thinking. Yeah, yeah. Like there's so, really no evidence. To so believe. everyone here is an agnostic atheist. Yeah, yeah. We don't everyone dismiss the possibility. Could be true, like every one of them could be true. Yeah. That the one thing I really really doubt is that if if a god exists that created the entire universe, I really doubt that any Earth focused religion is correct. Well, and I think monotheistic, or not, no, polytheistic religions make way more sense to me. Because I don't know how one omnipotent being can be everything. Like, how can you be all of the facets of, like, humanity? Like, I don't understand that. It makes more sense to me that you'd have, like, a god of war and a god of love and a god of, like, that. Yeah, that there's a, a deity ruling over, like, aspects of reality. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, that makes more sense to me. But a single, but, all-powerful, all-knowing God doesn't make sense to me, especially the the God of the Bible. A God who knows and sees everything, says he gave us free will, but if he knows everything that's going to happen, then we don't really have free will. Well, and it, it makes more sense to me that... I, like, I, I'm surprised that we have ended up as a world that focuses on a monotheistic religion, because... You'd think more people, like, you'd have a bigger following if people could choose which god they're going to get behind. And people like, if I could be like, like yeah, yeah. Uh, Bacchus is awesome, I'm going to drink wine and party. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, then you're going to get all the partiers. Yeah, yeah. In there. Yeah, you can still have people with faith. Yeah. It would just be... Like, focused on whatever they choose to focus on. Yeah, the idea that an all all loving God is going to punish his creations. Yeah, that, that's what I don't. That doesn't either. make sense to no. me either. What the hell kind of God is that? Why give us free will and then punish us for exercising it? Yeah, yeah, I don't get that. And if he knew that we were going to be atheists, why did he make us? Why did he give us that choice if he was going to punish us for making a choice he allowed? Yeah, it's all kind of doesn't make sense to me. We need a religious person. Yeah. Yes, that's what we need, actually. Yeah, we need so someone to, like, explain to us yeah, we'll so have to there, what that's if about. If there was one God that created everything, shouldn't we all be one religion? Like, shouldn't everyone believe in just one? Well, well we all kind of do. I mean, like, just Christianity and Judaism and Islam, it's really not all that different. No, they're all they're all Abrahamic faiths. They all yeah. actually believe in the same God. Yeah. It's just the details different, that they differ on. Different versions. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, and that seems to make people even more pissed. Or there's like Buddhism. my slightly different version is better than your slightly right. different version. I like Buddhism myself. They're like, yeah, gods probably exist, but forget about that. Just focus on being a good person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like when I was teaching in a Catholic school, like when I supply taught, I'd have to teach religion, and I'd have a problem with that because most of the teachings that we did were like just positive things, like. Don't be a jerk to the people that you hang out with every day. Yeah. You know, try to do the best that you can. Like, yeah, that makes sense. I am fine with that. And I have to say, like, Catholic school, the Catholic schools I was at ran a lot better than some of the other schools that I was in because they were constantly reinforcing that message. And, like, they had, I don't know, where did your kids go? Public school. Okay, well, at this school, it was really cool. So they had, um, I was just wondering if you knew what it was. So they did, like, this jewels thing. So they had a big treasure box for, like, different age groups. And anytime you did something good, you got a jewel and you put your name on it and it went in a draw. So instead of, like, you know, punishing kids for being bad, they rewarded them for doing good things for people. And then you got prizes at the end of it. So, like... As a supply teacher, it was amazing because any kids that are sitting quietly doing their work, you could just go hand them out. And then the other kids would look and be like, oh, yeah, maybe I should do that, too. Yeah. You could, like, essentially bribe them into behaving. That's, but, like, I saw that's one basically boy, what Christianity does. Yeah. It's like, be good your entire life and you'll get to go to heaven. Yeah. That's, that's your true. reward. Like, they're, and then if you're bad, you go to hell. Yeah. So it's like they are, they are still, it's, it's a game yeah. almost. It's kind of beautiful, too, though, like, because my aunt was super religious, and when she passed away at the funeral, like, that woman knew she was going to heaven. She was, like, excited to go. She was excited to be with her husband again. Like, she had absolutely no issues at all with dying. And I know for a fact that I will not go that easily. So, like, it's kind of amazing. Like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a beautiful thing to just feel that secure in what you believe that something good will happen to you. And I, I sincerely hope for her sake that she was right. Yeah. And I don't think that we just disappear. Like, I think there's got to be something, which I think is where the agnosticism comes in. Like, I believe in I a, think something happens to our consciousness, but... I believe in a really weird form of reincarnation, where our, which is partially based in fact, when we die, our bodies break down, our atoms go on, become something else. 
And then if our, our atoms go on to become someone else's brain cells, that our consciousness is continuing in that, in that respect. I think we could be a whole bunch of different people. Yeah, like you could have hundreds of different people's brain cells in your brain. Like atoms that made up their brain cells in your head right now. And all of that kind of influences who you are. It's really new agey kind of. <laughs> and I know that. Because of the man boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought this before I had it. <laughs> it's new agey stuff. But it, like, it, it is partially true in that, you know, when our bodies break down, our atoms do go on, they become other things. There's a chance that your atoms will become someone else's brain, or in part become part of someone's mind. Yeah. How, how much your consciousness lives on, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I know, it's a whole interesting topic, that. Yeah, and then the other thing with religion is, like, they, they, they sometimes try to tell me that because I'm agnostic atheist that I don't have a meaning in my life. I'm like, well, how much meaning does life have if it, the entire thing is just a test to see if you can get into heaven? Yeah. Yeah, people say everything doesn't bring... Like, if you don't have kids, you have no meaning to your life. If you don't, like... It's just ridiculous. I don't need an external... I don't need external validation to justify my existence. Well, and if that's what you need... That's cool. ...to feel whole, then have at her. But don't Just like tell. the people that are like, you're selfish and you have no life meaning if you don't have kids. We, I get told that all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, if you want to have kids, that's awesome. Yeah. Have them. Enjoy that. I'm glad for you. But, like, I really like kids. You yeah. shouldn't have them if you don't want them. Some people just don't want the responsibility of having to raise kids. Well, and what does that, what does that line of reasoning mean to people who cannot have children? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're, Your you're life has a, no meaning if you're You're not infertile. even a human being because you can't have children. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? No, everyone just needs to worry about themselves more, I think. Yeah. And less about what everyone else is doing. Yeah. My, the meaning of life to me is enjoy yourself while you're here and be kind. Yeah. As that's, kind as you can. That's why I think I like, I like when Mormons come around most. Because they're like, hey, you want to check this out? And you're like, no. And they're like, okay. That's cool. <laughs> Thanks, bye. Like, it's like real quick, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like happy about their stuff. Can we show this with you? Uh, I'd rather not. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> Good job. See you next time. Yeah, that's what it's about, yeah. man. Like, if you want to try and spread it, that's cool, but worry about yourself. Yeah. There better not be any God's Hate Vags posters kicking around, because those guys need to die. Yeah. Fuck the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah. That's one religious group that you. I will, like, publicly denounce over oh. and over again. Well, because everyone hates them. Yeah. That's, like, the coolest thing about them, though, is that, like, every different religious group in the world is like, yeah, screw those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone hates them. Not even religious groups, like... Everyone. Bikers hate them. Like, literally everyone hates the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, every, like, they really bring unity <laughs> yeah. to the world. Like, the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, because everybody hates them. I don't know much about them. Oh, God, they're evil. Yeah, yeah. They're just a family. It's like a family of people who started a completely insane sect of Christianity. And... They pretty much just train all of their children to be lawyers so that they can sue people who, like, lose it on them. And then they go and they protest everything they don't like. So, like, they're the ones who protest uh, the funerals of soldiers because... God hates fags. God hates fags and they let fags into the... Oh, yeah. Into the army. Uh, they tried to come to Canada and protest... The funeral of the dude who got his head cut off on a bus. Oh, yeah. Because Canada allowed gay marriage, so we deserve what happened to us. 
So they tried to come here, and then Canada was wicked, and we said hell no to that and blocked yeah. them at the border. Um, they've protested. They've protested everything. Which one did the Hell's Angels block? I don't know. Because there, there was a funeral for something, and they were going to protest, and the Hell's Angels actually like formed a wall. Oh, yeah? To separate the grieving families yeah. from... Those nuts. Those nuts. Yeah. Um, one dude was really cool. So the Westboro Baptist Church tries to shut down things like Planned Parenthood and uh, Jewish organizations, like just yeah. tons of different things they just hate on. Um, so this dude was like, okay, well, I could protest, but that probably won't do anything. And I might get so mad that I want to punch someone and then they're <laughs> going to sue me. Like, that's not good. So he's like, what would piss them off the most? So he made a list of every organization that they hate. And then set up a booth so that all the other students could donate money towards those organizations and set up, like, right in front of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so everyone could be like, oh, you hate Planned Parenthood? Okay, I want to put 20 bucks towards Planned Parenthood. Like, it was yeah. amazing. It was the best thing I've ever seen. Next to the, uh, not Fan Expo, the big one, Comic-Con. Mm. So they protested Comic-Con. Oh, really? Because people are worshipping false idols <laughs> at Comic-Con. So then everyone else went out, all the cosplayers and everyone, and pro- counter-protested on the other side of the street, like, Thor is the real god, and, like, <laughs> Bender was, like, kill all humans. Yeah. And then... <laughs> it was just so cute seeing it, like, right across the street. Everyone was just like, no, go away. Like, yeah. We could have made this a double detox for, yeah, for all we're talking about, is. the actual movie. Well, yeah, it's, just, it's leading us into religious conversation. It is. Yeah, it, well, I don't think you can watch this movie and not no, have a religious exactly. conversation. No, No, it's... It purposely brings up that subject. Yep. Yeah, well, like we were talking about, especially with James Cameron suggesting to leave all of the reveals till the end, the whole time you're just questioning, like, yeah. ah, what's going on here? Yeah. I like, that he, sees, I like that he crazy. sees the angel in the bowling trophy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's exciting. so, like, average American. I mean, yeah. it's average Canadian, too. I'm not ripping on Americans. Just average... Average uh, North American yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. yeah like... Where's God in your house? Bowling trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Where you least expect him. Yeah. Yeah. Or under or under a car. Yeah. yeah. That was a really that was cool a re- shot. Yeah. Yeah, the morphing on the... To make the church and everything. That was, yeah. Uh, the whole thing was... Turned it's a really cool sequence. Into a chapel. The Sistine Chapel. Yeah. Was it the Sistine Chapel? That's what uh, Paxton said on the commentary. Oh, okay. I could, you couldn't see the art, and there's like about a thousand billion churches. No, this I is... took a whole course on churches. Did you? I did. We don't, we don't have any of those church architecture. Here, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That uh, back there is from a church. Yeah. The stack of skulls. Background. Oh yeah. Said like ossuary. It's very cool. They're in. It's, full it's of bones. in uh, Czechoslovakia. Yeah. Sounds about right. It's in Czechoslovakia, and they had too many bones buried on the property um, because of, you know, plagues and all those great things. <laughs> yeah. And they didn't know who they were because it was just mass graves of people. So they wanted to continue being able to put people on holy ground. So they dig, they dug up everyone that they didn't know who they were and they essentially decorated the church with them. So, like, the coat of arms is made out of bones. The oh, yeah. chandelier is made out of bones. All the, like, candle apparatuses are huge are made out of bones and then there's just like piles and piles and piles and piles of bones and skeletons so hmm. they're still there but they're yeah decor that's pretty cool idea. i freaking want to go there so bad <laughs> but that's all like all i painted for a year oh yeah 
was that. It's like the coolest looking thing ever. I don't know if I have any on here. I made a note that the the weapons the dad collects just make you think more that he's crazy. Yeah. It's just a pair of work gloves, an axe, and a pipe. Yeah. <laughs> Otis? Yeah. And they're just, the way they're presented to him in the movie, It's they seem magical. Yeah. But they're just everyday things. They don't seem special at all. It's just an axe he found, a pair of gloves that were with the axe, yeah. like you would expect to find. Yeah. And a lead pipe that he finds somewhere. <laughs> and he comes in with it all wrapped up. He, he like, opens it up like it's this delicate thing. Look at this special pipe. Well, and I like the theory that Otis stands for uh, only the innocent survive, except except for the, you know... Uh, the dad? No, the other guy. Sheriff? But, yeah. Maybe he wasn't. Well, maybe. <laughs> That's pretty neat, eh? Pretty crazy town. I made, a note, I made a note, too, that the, the first big clue to the reveal at the end is that when they're getting into the FBI agent's car, Matthew McConaughey won't let him touch him. Goes to get in the car, and the guy goes to, to guide his head so he doesn't hit it on the, the side of the car. Yeah. He's just like, no, don't touch. I never, I never noticed that. It's, it's kind of subtle, but I've seen this movie so many times. <laughs> <laughs> it's like glaringly obvious to me. Yeah, yeah, we just really like this movie. I can't believe, though, I never thought to look to see if Fenton gets touched by his family. Yeah, I know, that's the one thing that we never look yeah, at. Yeah, we need to do that. Well, uh... When we, whenever we watch this again, we'll make a note and we'll like, we'll bring it up in the in the episode. Follow up? Yeah. Yeah. Or if anyone out there listening just happens to know. Mm-hmm. You know what I love too is the set. The house. Yeah, but the whole set just adds to the sad feeling of the movie because it really does seem like a home. Like it's a real place. Like, and I like that it's like it's all cleaned up and they you know they keep a nice house but then you can tell that their mom has been gone a really long time yeah there's like, clearly no women, woman's touch no yeah. like the walls have never been washed like the walls are dirty you know all the dishes are done and the table's clear and the everything's been swept up and you know like they take care of everything but yeah they never think to do the deep clean no <laughs> that's typical yeah well and I don't think they, he has time right like yeah. Well, no, Dad comes home for dinner every night, but it seems like it's Fenton making the meals. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because when we watched it well, with the commentary, you were like, who the hell has peas, macaroni and cheese, and fish sticks? Like, what is that? And then after we were watching I'm like, oh, it's because the kid cooked yeah. it. And we're yeah, like, we watched, oh, okay. We watched it again without the commentary, <laughs> yeah. and that's when we noticed that it was Fenton making the meals. Yeah. I sure do love peas, though. <laughs> Well, I guess you do. <laughs> you better be careful, though. You might turn into one. <laughs> oh, they're so cute, and they end up so dead and messed up. Yeah. Not all of them dead, but lots of them dead. There's another clue, too, when the FBI agent tells uh, tells McConaughey in the backseat that he would make a good cop, and then he's the sheriff of the town of Meat. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of town is that? Texas. Texas. It's in Texas. That's a very Texas name for a town. It is. Meat. <laughs> May as well have called it steak. Steak, yeah. <laughs> Ribeye. <laughs> yeah, I made a note about the question that we went on for for a while. What makes a what makes a demon a demon? We don't know. Yeah, we kind of went over the rest of my notes. It looks like. Yeah, we went into. We just happened to. Oh, I noticed that uh, Dad kind of shifts between menacing and kind. Like he's terrifying when he's telling Fenton to make to dig the hole. 
Yeah. And then he's like, oh, what happened to your hand? Yeah. Why didn't you wear gloves? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of a, uh, a weird juxtaposition of attitudes from scene to scene with Dad. Yeah, like Bill Paxton says, though, like, he was trying to show kind of old school discipline, like... It's not like you did something and you're grounded. You did something you're going to do, like, weird manual labor yeah. to, like, fix yeah. it up. But you can't do that now. Like, if someone saw, uh, like, eight or, like, a nine-year-old kid, ten-year-old kid in the backyard digging a hole for five days straight, they would call CAS. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and they'd probably call a town and be like, Bleeding uh, with, like, a t-shirt on his head. Like, yeah. yeah, no, you'd be in jail. They'd probably call a town and be like, uh, I think they're going to hit a gas line. Yeah. <laughs> We're all going to blow up. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't do that now. There's no, no way. No. <laughs> My last note is that the first time I watched this movie, the the turn, like the four turns at the end, blew my goddamn mind. Yeah. <laughs> like the first one that that it's Adam telling the story of the entire movie. That Did you figure that out? No. I couldn't, I couldn't remember because this movie is like wicked yeah. old. I know, I didn't figure it out. And I don't think most people did because the clues are not... No. They're not very in your face. I never figure anything out ever, so I'm going to say that I did not, but it was 17 years ago that I saw this movie, so... I know for a fact that I didn't. I remember getting to the end and be like... And then, no. like, what? And then they show the tape at the FBI <laughs> at the FBI field office, and then he goes to see Fenton, and Fet, or uh, goes to see Adam, and then Adam is the, the sheriff of the town. Yeah. And then they find Doyle's body, like they find his, uh, his FBI badge at Fenton's house. I was like, who's Doyle? Agent Doyle. <laughs> yeah. Powers Booth. FBI dude. <laughs> well, you have to distinguish him between him and the desk dude. No, he's FBI dude. <laughs> and then they go to Fenton's house, and Adam is actually written on... or Yeah, Adam is written on Fenton's note, Agent Doyle. Yeah. And then cross the name off to further make them think that, that Fenton's the one that killed him. Yeah. Even though they'll never find his body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not in the basement. Nope. He's in the Rose Garden with Finn, with all the demons that he kills. I like that there's, like, it's almost like that's loving. Promise me you'll bury me here. I swear to God I'll bury you here. And then he yeah. does. Yeah. He could have just dumped him wherever. No, if, he really, if he was really pissed. No, no, God wouldn't like that. Oh, that's true. It has to be the Rose Garden. Yeah, he would have gotten found. Yeah. But it's just funny that as little kids, they, like, that's set up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's what leads the agent to realize that, wait a minute, I'm talking to Adam. Well, he says, like, we went to separate foster homes and <sighs> everything, so that might have been really the last time they were together. Yeah, for a long time. And probably ever, actually. Right until right before Adam killed Fenton. Spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> After the fact. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best time for a spoiler warning. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's when it goes. Yeah. Yeah, you should put the alarm in for Serena, like, after. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it goes <laughs> It goes over top of wherever I say spoiler, so when I say spoiler now, it's going to oh. be there. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I just keep saying it, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Oh, my God. <laughs> so much noise sound. Yeah. So much red alert. I'm out of notes. I don't know about you guys. Oh, yeah. I yeah, just think yeah. this is, like, a sadly unpopular movie, and I don't get It really it. doesn't get the love that it deserves. Not nearly enough people know about it. I'm going to be pushing it like hell after we do this. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to honor Bill Paxton, watch this. Because yeah. it's great. His, his feature film directorial debut. Well, and he's like the biggest character that never gets a name. Yeah, he's just dead. Yeah. It's like the narrator in Fight Club. 
Just never named. You should watch Alien next. Aliens, yeah. Yeah. We're all gonna die, man. We're all gonna fucking die. <laughs> well, that's gonna be our. That's the first thing that came to my mind when he passed away. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, is that bad? And I'm like, nah, he'd probably like that. Yeah. That's that's dark. Well, seriously though, I was like, oh, Aliens, that's the best. He so plays he... such a really good like pansy. If no one else has any notes for Frailty, should we uh, take our last break and then just talk about Bill's career in general? Sure. Briefly. His eardrums were scientifically altered for world peace. His ears are more finely tuned than yours or mine. He can listen to a podcast from a mile away. He is the most dedicated podcast fan in the world. I do not always listen to podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Touch of Bomb Network. Keep listening, my friends. <laughs> hey, everyone. I am Mike Jolitz from the Mike Jolitz Show, available on Spreaker.com and iTunes soon, I hope. I do a show where I mention some news items, celebrity stuff, stupid criminals, and just silly things I read on the interweb. Proud member of the Pottern family. We're back. We're back. Back, back. So for the last, the last little bit on the episode, we're gonna, we're gonna go over his career, at least the things that we've seen. There's a lot of movies here. Nothing that on there. Oh, Terminator. Yeah, Terminator. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Punk leader. <laughs> Weird science, but I remember that. Weird science was great. Aliens. Woo! Fucking die, man. <laughs> he was in Miami Vice. Apparently. One episode, anyway. A near dark vampire movie. And yeah. I saw Brain Dead, but I was confused. Yeah, that's a totally different movie. Predator 2. He's really in all of the great 80s action sci-fi movies. Yeah. Predator, Alien, and Terminator. Tales from the Crypt. The great dark show. backward that we discussed at the beginning, which is <laughs> just nuts. So I've weird. I've seen him in Tombstone. Tombstone was great. Yeah. True Lies, we talked about that. Apollo 13. Twister. Of course, Twister. Titanic, which I've Dylan's favorite. Never seen. Dylan's favorite. <laughs> I don't understand how you've never seen Titanic. Like, how did you make it out of the 90s? Extreme. Well, that was my reclusive phase. Oh. <laughs> did you see it? Was that part of your 10 year gap? <laughs> no. Did you see it and you don't remember? I did see it, yes, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's just dad me- Twister, makes. Twister, I see that. Yeah. In frailty, he's just dad meeks. Is U571 the one with the uh, radiation leak? I think so. Because that's depressing as shit, that movie. Yeah, he's in there with Powers Booth again, I think. Or no, it was Yeah, and like, Matt McConaughey. McConaughey. someone yeah. has to go into the Yeah, someone has to die reactor. from radiation poisoning to save everyone else. Yeah. I believe that. And it's just that horrible. Yeah. Okay. Spy Kids 2. Oh! I like kids' movies. We've never Not seen Spy it, but you may have as kids. You may have since you have kids. No. I saw. I had to no. see one of the Spy Kids movies, but that was through Parks. Coconut Pete. Club Dread. <laughs> Play Margaritaville. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean Pina Colada Berg. Darling, I think you're referring to my song, Pina Colada Berg. No, Margaritaville. <laughs> I think you mean Pina Colada Berg. The song I wrote. Seven and a half fucking years before Margaritaville was even on the map. Of course, you wouldn't know that because you weren't even born yet. <laughs> Never saw a big love? No, because it's creepy. 
Don't want to watch the creepy show it's based on either. Two guns. Oh, Call of Duty. Con! That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> the Training Day TV series. He's in a movie that's in post-production called The Circle 2. But yeah, I have not seen the vast majority of these movies. No. Which is disappointing. I'm going to have to go through and watch the... Well, I don't think I need to make Sarah watch the... Oh, the one with the arm? Yeah. Yeah. The one with Judd Nelson with three arms. I don't think you need to see that. Are you going to watch Titanic then? Mm, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> probably still no. Maybe you guys can make a deal. With who? With each other. Did Get you? her to watch the one with the arm. I don't want to watch the one with the arm. Titanic with you. Why, <laughs> why do we both want to watch movies we don't like? Yeah. I don't. No, we're just talking about going through all the movies again. <laughs> <laughs> the, ones that, the ones that got generally positive reviews, I think. People uh, love Titanic, Titanic, yeah. We'll still know. <laughs> it's pretty cool visually. You got to give it that. That's the only thing I think James Cameron is good at. Yeah. Myself. Exactly. He's really he's like M Night Shyamalan. He's really good visual director, but kind of sucks at telling a story. Yeah. These people got way too horny over Avatar, which I didn't think was storyline. The story was garbage. Yeah, get it. Yeah. It looks I mean, amazing. Exactly. Visually, I'm pretty sure great. like I was in love with Titanic because I was 14 years old when okay. that came out, yeah, and it's Leonardo go. DiCaprio. Yeah, exactly. So you got to give that to me. We will give that to you. So yeah, so I liked it. Um, Celine Dion needs to shut up. <laughs> yeah. In a big bad and way. This is coming from a Canadian. Yeah. I hate that song. That I there. hate it. <laughs> Same with that fucking song, the goddamn asteroid. Oh my oh, god. Um, Aerosmith. Aerosmith, yeah. Oh, those were both out around the same time and they made me want to kill myself. <laughs> From Armageddon. Oh, okay, yeah. It's just because they were everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't even like, want to say that. You can turn name. the radio on without hearing My Heart Will Go On. No. Like 9,000 times. Yeah. Yeah, and Aerosmith had the research. Makes me want to jump off of a big, large boat. Yeah. If I heard that song and I was on the Titanic, I would hope it would crash into the Jump iceberg. into the propellers. <laughs> yeah. Right into the iceberg. Yeah. Going for a swim now, guys. It's crazy. I won't be back for dinner. Like Jack on the damn door, Rose God. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what do we think? This? Frailty, Aliens, and what would be his third best movie? True Lies? Did we go with Trump Predator lies? 2. <laughs> what did you say? Predator 2. <laughs> Danny Glover, yo! It's awesome. Uh, I mean, he's in that movie more. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, he's in that. Yeah, uh, Yeah, no, True Lies is a great movie. Yeah. Uh, also, though, Terminator is, but he doesn't really have a part. No, Arnie kicks his ass in the first it's three seconds close. of the movie. Yeah. yeah. He's just there because he's friends with, with uh, James Cameron. As he refers to him, Jimmy Cameron. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Hudson was a better character. Yeah. And I liked him because like, he's a big pansy, but he totally, like, saves Newt. Yeah. Out of the way, kid! And then he shoots the... <laughs> the face hugger. I've seen that movie a lot of times. <laughs> you told like, me I that. thought I've seen this one a lot of times, but I've actually seen Aliens, like, a bajillion times. <laughs> yeah, like a ridiculous number yeah, of times. Yeah, so many times. I remember the first time I ever watched that movie in a thunderstorm at my Nana's house... During sleep over at like 1 a.m. I'm probably 10 years old. <laughs> Coolest, scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. What, alien? Aliens. I saw aliens before I saw alien. That's why I think I'm so partial to it. Well, it's quicker. Yeah, they had the, they had aliens, and my Nana had a, a VHS copy of Predators that I, or Predator that I wore out. Because yeah, I Predators, freaking love it. Predators is the newer one. Yeah, Predator is the original one, and I love it. 
It's too bad he couldn't have made a cameo in like the new the new the Predator. Yeah, and I remember my dad showing us Terminator, but Terminator Two was the one we watched over and over and over and over again. It, it's it, it works better as a movie. Yeah. It's an epic movie. Terminator Two is great. Terminator One. You watch that a million times yeah, too. That's a good one. Terminator One has some really good ideas and it sticks to its rules really well, but Terminator Two is a better movie. Yep. See, and Terminator Two follows my feelings about frailty. No fate, but what you make for yourself. Except that that's not even true because <laughs> Judgment Day still happens. <laughs> Back in there. <laughs> yeah, Judgment Day does still happen. You're right. Like that's a lie. Like the, <laughs> the timeline is. Any furlong doesn't lie. No, God. it's it's a lie from the screenwriter. Eddie Furlong doesn't know the nature of the timeline he's living in. <laughs> he doesn't know that if he if he stops Judgment Day, he's never born. You got him all wound up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you thought it was gonna be him bringing yeah. up Flat Earth, but no, it was you <laughs> bringing up Judgment Day. Oh, now I want to watch all of those great '80s movies. Let's do let's do the next one. We'll do like. Bill, Bill Paxton, awesome 80s movies, cameos. <laughs> Aliens, Predator 2, <laughs> Terminator. Yeah, then we'll only have two choices between the best movies. Because it's obviously not Predator 2. Ah, uh, says you. Are you, are you going to tell me that it's better than either Aliens or Term, The Terminator? <laughs> It'd be a really fun argument to have with you. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to take that See, stance. Sarah, you're getting Sarah on board of the controversy. <laughs> That's what the people want. <laughs> it is. If I listen, to, if I've learned anything from the Countdown podcast, yeah. it's that you get listeners by saying controversial, crazy things. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to to Wayne of the Countdown because he says crazy things <laughs> every <is>. week. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got a crazy laugh. I'll uh, I recorded a little oh, clip of his laugh. Oh, crazy laugh! Yes, you show me that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. And I'll I'll cut it in here so people get an idea of who, what I'm talking about. <laughs> It's crazy sounding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Warner Brothers made a huge mistake casting Jared Leto, Leto as the Joker in a world where Wayne exists. Oh, yeah? <laughs> also, Jared Leto's Joker sucked. Well, there's that, but... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jared Leto. I like you. Sorry, not sorry. Like, I like him, but that was terrible. The whole movie was terrible, though. It's not just Jared Leto. It's like, everything. But bad. he didn't even need to be there. The Suicide Squad? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've never seen it yet. No, don't. Okay. Don't don't. I've heard that from many people. Don't like what? Bother. If you've seen the trailer, you know how the movie goes. Yeah. Really? Like, just buy the soundtrack and call it a day. <laughs> yeah. Because the soundtrack is great. Yeah. There's some great. That's where all there. of the money went. Yeah. Ninety <laughs> percent of the budget went to the music. Yeah. They spend the whole first half of the movie like giving lame old backstories to some characters, not yeah, all. Not all. Yeah. And then they create their own problem. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, we need a better system to fight things that might come and Many harm humans. us. So let's let's like, let's get some totally unstable, crazy goddess from hell, and we're gonna make her our our new helper, and then she is like, uh, no thanks, and goes rogue. And the being and with then the they get power. more bad guys to help, like. The being with the godlike power, they put one security guard on. Everyone else is in prison. She just gets to walk around free with her boyfriend. Oh, yeah? Her boyfriend is her bodyguard. Yeah, it makes no sense. Because he won't turn his back for one second. She just disappears. Yeah. Which is exactly what happens. 
<laughs> it's a really pretty movie, though. Is it? Yeah. Like, the cinematography is quite good. And I, I did like the costuming. But yeah, the story is garbage pants. I can't believe it won Best Makeup. Yeah, I feel like that stupid Facebook meme, though, that makes me mad. Because they're showing, like, the most Harley? amazing character from Star Trek that was only on screen for about four seconds. And putting her next to Harley? And putting her next to Harley. No. You want to do it right, put, like, Jayla, who's on the whole time, next to freaking Killer Croc. And that would be fair. Because Killer Croc was pretty sick. Really, when well, you look the, at the detail in that makeup, it's pretty amazing. And the makeup, like, there's just so much more in Star Trek. There's so many oh, more detailed I don't costumes. doubt that Star Trek should have won. Like, yeah. Star Trek 100% should have won. But Killer Croc is the one that it won for. Yeah, I just hate when everyone's like, ooh, Harley. Uh, no, no one won best makeup for some runny <laughs> eyeshadow and eyeliner. No. That's not how that no. works. Yeah. No. Like, come on. But it's like there's there's one character with an impressive makeup in the entire movie versus Star Trek, which has like hundreds yeah. and hundreds of background characters I, and makeup. I really liked what they did with uh, that witch, the witch one, the one that goes rogue, the witch. I don't know how else to... Oh, um, <laughs> Enchantress. Yeah. I thought her look was really cool, but she was mostly costuming and not so much. She was costuming and CGI. Yeah, there was a lot of makeup going on there too but the costume was pretty cool yeah it's, well for movies like that it's prosthetics that they're that they're really looking at i don't think she had a whole hell of a lot of those though no i know that's what i mean like yeah it, it was, it's killer croc is yeah. the big thing the big makeup in the movie yeah yeah for sure like it's, it seems like the volume and the quality in star trek is just higher i don't doubt that killer croc is a good makeup yeah I just think you need to be fair with your comparisons, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. I, I don't compare it to Harley Quinn. It's obviously Killer oh, no. Croc that I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm not saying... I mean you is in the royal you. Yeah. Like, you, society, you. <laughs> Smart up. <laughs> Get with it, society. Yeah, stop making stupid comparisons. Don't make sense. Get your heads out of your asses. Well, it's just a bad way to make an argument. Like, clearly that's not what they meant. Yeah. It's not what they want for. Don't be dumb. <laughs> Come on. You can disagree with it, but, like, still think Killer Croc was a cool makeup. Come yeah. On. Yeah, like I said, like Killer, Cro- Killer Croc is yeah. good makeup. Props to the people who did that. But it's the only good makeup in the movie. Yeah, and I feel bad for the people that made Killer Croc, because everyone's like, ah, I should have won. I'm like, yeah, it was awesome, though. Like, <laughs> give him some credit. It doesn't look very crocodile-y, but I don't <laughs> think you could do that and it not look stupid. Like, <laughs> imagine Big Nose. Like, yeah. No, it would have made... They should have made him CGI. I don't know why they had a, a dude in makeup. He's supposed to be like eight feet tall. He just looks like he's smaller than Captain Boomerang. Well, and who played him again? Um, it was someone awesome. It's Echo from Lost. Yeah, and you can't even tell well, that. Yeah. Like, well, and you can't hear, you can't understand what he's saying half the time. Did he talk they to got the crocodile. Well, they got, they got like fake teeth in his mouth that you can barely make out what he's saying um, through them. Well, we'll just, uh, we should probably wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten yeah. out to a whole hour and a half. We're not even talking about the movie or Bill Paxton. No. <laughs> we don't How did we it. get to that? It was probably my fault. Oh, I feel like it was my fault. I don't. I don't remember. Me either. I remember we were talking about eighties movies, and that's where I lost track of the conversation. It's <laughs> all <laughs> so downhill from there. Yeah. yeah. So is that what we're doing? Uh, great eighties Bill Paxton appearances? No, we'll think of something. You don't else. want to do those three movies? Uh I'd like to, I would really like to do just, like, Alien series. Yeah. That's what I want to do soon. 
Ken wants to do that with us, he said. He wants well, to come back fine. and do that. So the guy that was on our remote show wants to do Aliens with us. As well. Oh, okay. The, the quadrilogy. Yeah. The first four. I don't know. We can think of something. Yeah, we'll come up with something. Some tearjerkers? I don't really like <laughs> sad <laughs> I'm just kidding. There could be, you could, there are happy tears in movies, like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> like something I don't watch items. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are examples, but none are coming to my brain right now. See, and for sad ones, I'm like, Schindler's List! And I'm like, I don't want to talk about Schindler's List. No, no. It's such a good movie, but, oh my god. But it's so good. I made Dylan watch it, he'd never seen it before. Oh, really? We got together, and I was like, okay... We're never going to be like, yeah, let's watch Schindler's List. Like, all excited about it. It's never going to happen. So I'm like, we're going to sit down and you're going to watch this because you have to see this in your lifetime. It's <laughs> so good. I've seen it like a million times, though, because of school. Yeah. Like, every time I teach history or But yeah, you're anything, right. It's, it's not one of those movies you're like, yeah, let's watch Schindler's yeah, List. Let's just throw it on today. We're yeah. bored. Nothing Shits and giggles. Let's throw on Sch- Schindler's <laughs> List. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's just so movie. good. Yeah. So good. But that's the kind of movie that I watched that, like, makes me cry. Or anything by Pixar. Those bastards. Yeah. Life of Pi made us cry, but for reasons that I don't want to talk about on air. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked all those Pixar movies, though. Yeah. Me and one of my students, like, sit there and, like, talk each other through it. Because yeah. we watched uh, Finding Dory at work. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and we're like, okay, hey, you doing okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm doing okay so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to support each other because it's just those movies love it I know Inside Out was really good I yeah. that yeah no one knew who I was for Halloween though yeah I remember you saying that yeah I thought it was a freaking smurf what are you people yeah the people who got it were yeah young parents people yeah. like you with yeah. young kids or the young kids and a couple of kids come to the door and they're like wow yeah. sadness yeah. I'm like yeah thank you <laughs> yeah, okay let's so- so let's actually wrap it up because we're just we're just rambling at this point. Whatever. Is that what podcasting is? People just get together and ramble. Yeah. That's what ours is. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we're out of things to say regarding the movie and Bill Paxton for. Well, we for don't happening. know. We might come around again. I guess that's true. Let's just record for another four hours. <laughs> See what happens. We'll just sit here and chat. We'll throw on a Bill Paxton movie and just yeah. chat. Yeah. We'll make okay, a commentary well, track. Rest Bye. in peace, Bill Paxton. Yes. You will be missed. Unfortunate. You will be missed, Bill. Bye, all. Bye. Bye. This has been Welcome to Planet Bob. If you know any shows or movies you think we should discuss, find me on Twitter at King of Bob. That's at King underscore of underscore Bob. And Derek, you can find me at Lars M on Twitter, L A R Z M. And this is Sarah. I'm on Tumblr at Welcome to Planet Bob. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash welcome to planet Bob. Thanks for listening to our show and we hope you tune in next week.